0: the wilder institute calgary zoo back with us this month this time to talk about how the cold weather impacts the animals at the zoo joining us to talk about it leah randall senior manager of conservation operations at the wilder institute calgary zoo hi leah thanks for joining us hi thanks for having me Uh, you know what maybe you can't answer this too terribly well because i know you're conservation specifically but are there things that you have to do to kind of beef up some of the outdoor areas especially for the animals um, so I work primarily on
1: northern leopard frogs. So we have specific enclosures that we put them into in the winter. Okay. So we have aquatic tanks. Then we are very temperature controlled, just to ensure that they don't freeze.
2: Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's you're doing your job, and they're not freezing. That's a good thing. <laughs> so, for example, uh, you would bring them indoors. In the here's a, a crazy question: in the wild, what happens to frogs? I know we do have frogs uh, throughout the province, out uh, here and there.
1: Yes, yeah, so we have, um, there's different strategies that amphibians employ to help survive our chilly winters. So, for example, um, some species such as wood frogs or boreal chorus frogs, they accumulate different chemicals in their body. So things like uh, glucose, which is basically a sugar, and urea, which is a major component of urine, they can accumulate that in their bodies and it helps prevent them from freezing. So they can actually withstand temperatures below zero for long periods of time. Huh. But there's yeah. other species, like toads and salamanders, that can prevent themselves from freezing by burrowing down below the frost line.
0: Well, and then, I wanted to ask you about that. So do they, yeah. do, do they still move around, or do they truly hibernate some of these?
1: Um, so they, they actually brumate, which is slightly different. Um, and they are capable of some limited movement, but for the most part, they, they don't move around very
2: much. Like Andy. Very simple, yeah. How long, and this is just like me too to ask this question (laughs) how long uh, do they go without eating when they're in this state?
1: So as soon as the temperatures start to cool down, then a lot of their food sources also disappear. So a lot of amphibians uh, rely on, you know, eating insects and those kind of things. So as soon as the insects start to disappear, they're typically not eating very much. And then um, for the whole course of winter, they they don't eat at all. And so they just kind of live on their stored fats from their many delicious summer meals that they've had. And, And really it's because they're, um, their, their body temperature cools right down so they're not very metabolically active during this time you know their heart rate slows they're not moving around so they're able to rely on these stored fat sources over the winter and then of course once they emerge again in the spring and the insects become more abundant then they'll start to eat again and kind of you know re- regain those fat stores that they've
0: lost. Leah, do we know has climate change impacted how frogs, amphibians are hibernating? Is do we see any result of that? Well, we know
1: that, you know, the seasons have kind of changed, that they've shifted a bit. You know, sometimes spring comes a little bit sooner. And so with some of the research that's been done, um, we've found that, you know, frogs are emerging earlier than they used to. Um, For example, there was a study that was done in Ontario, and they were finding that some species of frogs were actually, you know, emerging up to three weeks sooner than they had, you know, just 40 years ago.
2: Speaking with Leah Randall, Senior Manager of Conservation Operations at the Wilder Institute, Calgary Zoo. And uh, Leah, what's interesting to me is all you've told me about, uh, thinking about the processes behind the scenes that you and the staff are doing, it is a different experience altogether if you go to the zoo in the winter months than the summer months, isn't it? You can see something, you might say, oh, I was at the zoo in August, but it will be a different experience now, won't it?
1: Yeah, and a lot of, like, the animals that we have um, outdoors on zoo grounds, those are animals that are quite tolerant to our winter conditions, and sometimes they actually prefer them. So if you come during the summer, you know, you'll see, like, some of, you know, uh, some of the animals, they're kind of lethargic because of the heat, whereas if you come in the winter, you know, you like, you see the wolves, and they're, like, running around in their mm-hmm. enclosures, and they actually prefer these chillier temperatures to when it's quite hot during the summer.
0: Yeah, sometimes it can be a lot more action fun for the kids to see. Thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate your time this morning. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you. Leah Randall, Senior Manager of Conservation Operations at the Wilder Institute Calgary Zoo. And Andy, their year-round is always something going on at the Calgary Zoo.